Welcome to the show, Fairways and Finance. My name is Jeff Smith. I've been in the mortgage business for 16 years, top quarter percent LO nationwide. And you know, this podcast, we want to talk about your finances, how to grow and accumulate wealth and all things related to the mortgage industry. But we're golf lovers here as well. So we're going to work in some golf. Don't worry for my golf lovers out there. We got you. And I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. Jeff Smith, Fairways and Finance. Glad you could join us. And and some big news in the real estate industry this week. There was a ruling on an antitrust lawsuit that's been working its way through the court system since 2019. And it's an antitrust lawsuit related to real estate commissions uh, for realtors, listing agents and buyer's agents. And, you know, realtor commissions have been under fire for quite a while. And and, uh, and I think a lot of it's misrepresented. Um, we're going to get into that here. But with this class action lawsuit, there was $1.8 million in damages awarded. And there was a couple real estate firms uh, listed in the suit. The National Association of Realtors, NAR, was listed in the suit. Uh, and uh, Remax was, was one of those brokerages, and they've, they've now since settled for a lower number. NAR has vowed that they are appealing this decision, and that's now going to go through an appeals process. So you know, we don't expect any major changes to be taking place in the real estate industry anytime soon, because this, this whole thing is going to have to work its way through the, the appeals system now. Uh, but it's not the only class action in process now. There are a couple other class action lawsuits in process uh, the Justice Department and the Federal Trade Commission uh, are also looking into the antitrust issue with real estate commissions. So there, there's a lot under the microscope right now as it relates to to real estate commissions. And you know, I I have no idea how this is going to play out, but you would think with all of this going on, there's going to be some sort of changes coming to the way that real estate commissions are paid going forward. So at the heart of this lawsuit is uh, the the uh, plaintiffs alleging that because the National Association of Realtors uh, requires listings to be put into the MLS system, and in the MLS system, uh, it is required that the seller pay the buyer's and listing agent commission. Uh, they are required to offer uh, at least $1 in commission to the buyer's agent. And that in and of itself is the crux of this whole antitrust suit that sellers are being forced to pay a buyer's agent commission that then in turn inflates real estate prices and it reduces competition for buyer's agent commissions because customarily it's become 5 to 6% in total commissions uh, not become, but that, that's what it's been for the last you know, numerous decades. Uh, five to six percent in total commissions being split between the buyer's agent and the listing agent. And so because that's customary and somewhat written into the rules of, of NAR, that it is uh, anti-competition and antitrust and consumers are overpaying for these services. And so, you know, I've got a few thoughts on that. I think that... Um, realtors are very much underappreciated in terms of how difficult the job is. So let's take a buyer's agent as an example. You are working when everybody else is not. You know, you're showing homes on the weekends, at night, 
Uh, you're taking phone calls from clients when they're not at work. So that's at night and on the weekends. Um, and you're doing a lot throughout that entire process to get a buyer through the transaction. So it's not just showing the homes. It's not just negotiating the offer. But then there's so many steps that happen once you go under contract to get your buyer through from contract all the way through to closing. Now, most buyers... They don't know all the inner workings of this process. They don't know what, what an inspection report looks like. They don't know uh, what kind of questions um, they should be asking when it comes to negotiating an offer with a seller. Uh, they don't know how to run comps on a home and figure out what a home might be worth. Uh, they, they wouldn't know certain market you know, intricacies to be aware of. Like in the Phoenix area, it's much better to have a, a home that does not have a west-facing backyard because the sun's so hot. You know, all, all these little things that realtors help guide their clients through, the average person does not know that. And I can tell you from experience, I've been in the mortgage business for 17 years, I've done quite a few transactions where it is a for sale by owner, uh, and there may be no realtor involved in the transaction for the seller or the buyer. And, and guess where all those questions go? They go to me. Because the average consumer doesn't know the answers to these questions. Now, I am not a licensed real estate agent, so I can't negotiate a contract. I legally cannot advise them on anything contractual. Uh, but then they're asking me questions about all, all other kinds of things. And you know, even for me, being in the mortgage business, some of those things, I, do, I don't know the answer because I'm not doing that type of work every day. So I think it's easy to look at the dollar number on these commissions. And I think it's easy for the average consumer to say, well, oh my gosh, you know, this realtor is making $20,000 on this transaction. You know, they're making, they must be making a million dollars a year and they did a terrible job. And, you know, the reality is the average realtor makes well under $100,000 a year in commission. And that commission that they're earning that number that you see on the settlement statement, that's the gross amount of commission. It is before expenses. It is before uh, the real estate brokerage takes a cut as well. So the realtor themselves, they're not making all of that money. And realtors on every transaction have expenses. You know, So a buyer's agent may not have as much in expenses as a uh, listing agent does. You know, a listing agent is going to have a lot of cost for marketing the home, you have uh, social media advertising, um, online advertising, listing photos, um, all the, the uh, all the different things that they need to do, staging, these types of things cost money to put on for their clients. And so they are not earning all that you see on that settlement statement. And so I think that's something that gets grossly misunderstood. Um, and it's really difficult to get transactions and to close transactions. So that's why you, know, you may, may see a large number for commission there on a transaction. But the reality is most real estate agents aren't doing a lot of transactions. So they're not making millions of dollars a year, which I think the average person just assumes that when they see the numbers on the, on the settlement statement. So I think it's very misleading there. And a lot of people get really bent out of shape about it. Uh, but I think for me that that has more to do um, with some industry issues and, and barrier of entry issues than it does with the dollar amount itself. You know, it's too easy to become a real estate agent. I would even argue it's too easy to become a, a, a loan officer as well. Um, it, there's so many realtors because the barrier of entry is low. 
And when you have a ton of people in an industry, you know, it's the 80-20 rule. 80% of them aren't going to be that good. And 20% of them are going to be great. But you're going to see the 80% more than you see the 20%. So if the barrier to entry was higher in real estate, I think overall consumers would have a better experience with the real, real estate agent they work with. There may not be as much you know, frustration as that is out there at times regarding the cost of the commissions. Okay, so, so I think these are important things to think about because the average consumer just has no idea what they're doing when it comes to a real estate transaction, and it is complex. And you know, there are real estate contracts in place in every state with a ton of language in them because there's a lot that can go wrong in a real estate transaction. And when something goes wrong in a real estate transaction and, and people lawyer up, it becomes very expensive. And so we've got to think about the dollars being saved in paying commissions versus the dollars being spent either offering the wrong number for a house, buying one that you end up having to spend a ton of money on repairs, buying one you just simply don't like and now you move to another house, um, or uh, you know, uh, not understanding terms of a contract, breaking rules on a contract and now you get sued by the buyer or the seller right so all these things can end up costing you tens of thousands of dollars and so it it would be interesting to know what the expenses become for buyers um, when they're if they're saving money on a buyer's agent commission but now they're spending more money on for expenses in, in other areas um, so i think these are un, unknown consequences right now as as this is working its way through now Buyers can still pay realtor commissions. So moving forward, that's what it's going to be. No longer will the seller be required to pay realtor commissions. The buyer is going to end up paying realtor commissions. You know, the seller could, uh, but it's not going to be like an unwritten or basically written rule that sellers need to pay some amount of buyer buyer's agent commission. The payment is going to have to come from the buyers themselves. Now, a lot of clients I deal with, they don't have extra money to be spending on buyer's agent commissions. So it'll be interesting to know what happens to these people. Are they going to go unrepresented? Um, are sellers you know, going to list someone's house and then offer them a reduced buyer's agent commission to help them find the next house that they're buying? Um, are sellers going to see value in paying buyer's agent commissions to get more uh, visibility for their property? and more looks at their property to sell it. You know, that, that could happen. Um, is the mortgage industry going to step in and allow something, you know, buyers financing commissions into their, buyer, buyer's agent commissions into their loan? Uh, something to that effect. You know, we don't know how this is going to play out, uh, but, but it will be interesting to see. Um, so, you know, these are just a few of my thoughts on this. I, I think either way that this goes, it seems like we're, we're, we're working toward a, a situation where there will probably be fewer real estate agents in the industry because buyer's agents, if they now have to negotiate a commission with their client, that's a, that's a much more difficult conversation to have than having it just be on the settlement statement at closing. Um, so that will lend itself more to the professional realtors who are in that top 20% tier who really know what they're doing. Uh, they're more likely to get a client to agree to pay their commission. You know, so on that side of it, 
getting the industry to a higher professional level as a whole, um, I think is good. And I, I think the mortgage industry needs the same thing. Um, so, so from that perspective, I don't, I don't think that's all bad. And from the perspective of a real estate agent, you know, if, if I'm a real estate agent, there's always anxiety when, when these types of changes happen, right? And we've, we've gone through some of these changes in the mortgage industry. And um, sometimes these types of things end up not shaking up the industry as expected and things operate roughly the same as they were. Uh, sometimes things like this come through the, the works and now you know that 80% of the industry that does one transaction a year or less now they're gone, and the 20% of the industry who's doing a great job is in it full-time and working really hard, they're, all of a sudden they're doing more deals because there's fewer real, realtors to compete with, and the, the, um, the pie is the same size, but their slice of the pie has gone up significantly. So, And even if that were to happen and commissions per transaction were less, real estate agents would end up making more. Um, so, you know, there's so many different ways that this can go. It's going to be really fascinating to see how this plays out. It's going to be fascinating to see if the Justice Department or the Federal Trade Commission step in and do anything about this as well. They may just allow these suits to go through the system and then and then not do anything on top of that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, it, you know, if NAR is able to pull a rabbit out of the hat through the appeals process um, or if this moves forward and now the Justice Department and the FTC feel like they don't need to do anything additional because it's been settled in the courts. So you know, I think that remains to be seen. You know, it's a shame with these class action lawsuits. I, I, you know, while I understand um, their need to go through, you know, now, there, now there's going to be multiple of them, but the, you know, so much of that class action money goes to the, to the attorneys involved and not to the to the um, the plaintiffs and those that you know, are alleging that they were harmed in the situation. It's now you were seeing a bunch more class action lawsuits pop up uh, because there, there's a lot of money to be made there. So you know this argument that like buyers agent commissions are inflating real estate prices. I I don't really buy that. You've got margin built in to any product or service that you buy in the economy. I mean, the way our economy works is that you do business with a company, they make a margin, which is their profit. That's how they survive. That's how they pay their bills. And then, you know, by the way, when you're working at your company or you're doing your job, there's a profit margin that's built in there as well. So, you know, this idea that because buyer's agent commissions are being paid, it's overinflating house prices, I, I don't agree with that because you've got margin built in on, on any product or service, and so home price or home uh, prices and real estate commissions is the same thing. Um, so, summarize this: you know, I think that real estate as a whole is very much misunderstood from the average consumer. They don't understand how difficult these transactions are and how complex they can be. And I personally think that the three percent. In commissions, um, the agents are earning is is warranted, especially given the the expenses that they pay to operate. Uh, but we we will see how this goes as it plays out through the system. It'll be fascinating to watch. I don't expect any major changes in the near term because of this appeals process. Uh, but but it'll be interesting to see where our industry moves going forward. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening. I I hope you enjoyed the show and got some valuable information out of it. I want to help to educate others and and help people grow their business and build wealth. And I can only do that with referrals and your help getting the word out about this podcast. So if you come across someone you think could benefit from this, please share it with them. And if there's nobody who comes to mind, a five-star review would go a long way in in helping me to, to grow this podcast and grow the brand. So appreciate your support. Oh, 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 oh